Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast, it's the wrestling podcast, getting over. We're back, first one of the year, back with a bang, all of that. And one of the finest wrestling events to start off with. That's right, it's the Royal Rumble. See what uh, what Mr. Woodmancy has in store for us. That's myself, Mr. Williams and Mr. Moore. And see what we pick out as going to be the the picks of the matches. So yeah. If you're checking us out on YouTube. Do us a favour and subscribe. It's a big big help to the channel. Uh, And if you're an audio listener. Please subscribe on the audio platforms. So here we go. This is CookieCast. Getting over. it's Stu. Hello, hello. Welcome along, everybody. If we're, we're all here, if, you, if you're watching along on YouTube, but if you're listening along, welcome to Getting Over. And this is the Royal Rumble 2021 predictions. Everybody's here as usual. We've got Mr. Matthew Moore. Hello. Hello. And we've got Mr. Andy Cook. Hello. And last and certainly least... Mr. Paul Williams. Uh, you're too kind, Stuart. You're too, you're too kind. Well, uh, you know, you think there was something wrong with me if I didn't fire a couple of shots early, surely. So, anyway, wow. swiftly, uh, swift, swiftly moving on. Um, before we get started with our, our usual predictions championship business, um, we can't really let this one go without just saying happy anniversary, I guess. Um, this, believe it or not, will be the start of our third year of getting over. This is the third Rumble that we've covered. Um, so, yeah, just a, a big thank you to, to Andy for, for having us on CookieCast. Absolutely. Thank you everybody who, uh, who listens and, and views along. So, if you are doing that for the first time, as Andy will uh, no doubt tell you as well, click on subscribe. Do it, do it, do it, do it. It's somewhere, um, it's go somewhere watch the others it. as well. <laughs> go and watch all the others as well. Yeah. See how well, good we are. Prediction like. <laughs> you've got just about enough time to watch all of the you've definitely done, you need to start <laughs> and just before the rumble starts so shall we then, seeing as uh, Mr. Mr. Cook has got some hardware over that shoulder get into the, uh, get into the predictions championship business so we were here last time for TLC the one to, to you know, pay-per-view to finish off the year Andy had retained the title last time on a controversial tiebreak after a slight bit of confusion around my crap question. Uh, <laughs> but what was going to happen this time around? Well, we also had some guest predictions from Jack. So again, shout out to Jack for putting up a valiant effort once again. But in true WWE fashion, something happened on the podcast last time for the first time ever. I'm not talking about Paul retaining last place because that happens quite often. If it's not him, it's me, to be fair. Uh, but I'll get right to it. Congratulations go to Mr. Andy Cook for not only retaining that predictions championship, but for completing the first ever perfect card 
Um, I'm I'm going to have uh, a plaque uh, created, Stuart. Uh, it's going to have uh, four letters. Those are the uh, the G, the O, the A, and I'm pretty sure we can always guess what the other one is. That's right, it's the T. Oh. Uh, I think at this point in time, realistically, just call me Andy Brady. Let's 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 do it that way. <laughs> the Tom Brady of wrestling predictions. That is correct. <laughs> It, I mean, can't fault it. Literally cannot fault it. So, well done. Um, and, and again, like we said, thanks to Jack. We have got a different guest predictor this time out, but we shall get to that momentarily. Um, highlights from the card last time out. Please that Drew retained, obviously. That's just me, me being me. But um, we had the returning Charlotte Flair, as three out of the five of us predicted last time. Uh, other than that, pretty solid end to the year really if you've not if you've not had a chance to watch TLC like we said go back and listen to the podcast then watch it before the Rumble plenty of time for that at least because the Rumble is quite a big pay-per-view um, we're going to skip out a little bit of what we usually do on the podcast and we're just going to get straight into talking about the Rumble because there is a lot to get to uh, this time around the Rumble is still emanating from the Thunderdome unfortunately they didn't manage to get any uh, fans in as the, uh, I guess the hope has been since the introduction of COVID to the world that they were going to get fans back in for the Rumble. Um, but it is going to be coming from the Thunderdome, still at Tropicana Field in St. Petersburg in Florida. And, as we always like to say, that the match card information that we have is correct at the time of recording. I feel like I'm going into a bit of a terms and conditions voice here, so apologies for that. Um, but yeah, as always, the card is subject to change, and WWE official Adam Pearce has clearly been listening to this podcast. Um, because that has been fed into the storyline and he's stolen that line from us um, on the last few episodes of Smackdown. Up to now, I've only seen four official matches have been announced in full, but there is a rumoured fifth. As the Rumble, like I say, gives us the extra opportunities for predictions, we'll we'll get straight to it, but I'm going to start with the one that has been I've got it as rumoured, but it's kind of confirmed, semi-confirmed. Uh, this past Monday on Raw, in an interview with Charlie Caruso, Charlotte Flair let slip that the women's tag team titles are going to be defended at the Rumble, as well as her entering the Rumble. But no kind of match announcement has been made for who their opponents could be. Um, so yeah, we've got a little bit of predicting to do, because we can, we can pick a winner... But I suppose before that, we should probably pick who we think their opponents could possibly be. Um, I say we have got a guest predictor this time around as well, which not present on the podcast, but she's currently sat downstairs in our house. We've we've taken a leaf from the uh, football podcast, the the recently rebranded Riverside Roundup, and we've got we've got one of the other halves in on the action. Um, for those of you that have heard me mention Sarah before. My missus, she has been subjected to wrestling for a good good while now. Um, so I guess we'll find out if osmosis is a real thing in wrestling as well as in the natural world. <sighs> right. Paul, do you wanna do you wanna kick us off of this one? Do you wanna do you wanna predict who the women's tag team champions 
could be defending against and then give us a potential winner of the match? Um, so, logic would probably say it would be Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, but I'm not going to go there. I am indeed, I'm, I'm instead I'm going to go for the Riot Squad as the opponents. And I will have Asker and Charlotte to retain. Okay. That's a decent shot, I think. Uh, okay, you got that in the book. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the right squad have been featured pretty prominently on SmackDown over the last little while, so um, teasing the potential inclusion of Billy Kay as the third member and then trying to get rid of her every week, it seems. So there, there's, there's definitely room for that. Um Sarah has gone for Lacey Evans and Peyton Royce as the challengers uh, and Flair and Asuka to retain. Obviously Lacey's been involved a bit more heavily on Raw since uh, well, the last few weeks. Adopting Ric Flair as her like sugar daddy maybe? Is, is, that, is that the PC term? Maybe? I'm not sure. Um, it's dead creepy. <laughs> it's dead creepy. There was there was something that I saw like someone had tweeted a couple of weeks back. It was something along the lines of I'll, I'll try and sort of clean it up a little bit, but it was something along the lines of check out Ric Flair out there risking the COVID for a little bit of ale, shall we say? <laughs> I mean, but, if, yeah, if anybody needs protecting from COVID due to age-related things on that kind of billing, it's definitely Ric Flair. And like, do, do you guys remember years and years ago they had the um, the Triple H and Trish thing where Steph walks in as he's he's, he's about to demonstrate like the, the pump handle thing on her. They, they almost were, were, were trying to pull that with with Flair and Lacey Evans this week. And yeah, it just it it just looked a bit like he was just trying to like rub up on her, which was which was I know it's kind of like that, but yeah, it's a bit it's a bit cringe but still they're getting a story from it I guess and everybody must be okay with it but um, that yeah so Sarah, Sarah's, Sarah's picked the, the, the Lacey and uh, Charlotte Flair kind of rivalry to, to take a bit of a, a hold with that title defence but has got Charlotte to win still with Asuka um, Matt do you want to chuck yours in? Well, I agree I, I, I agree with your good lady I, uh, I agree with Sarah um you don't have to. She can't hear you. Like it's not like you. <laughs> you don't. You don't have to give her a point. She's not in the room. <laughs> I was sat there busily, busily kind of trying to Google who uh, Lacey Evans had been in a tag team with, and I was like, I was like, yeah, yeah that that sounds about kind of thing. Uh, yeah, I think that's that. Yeah, I think that that's the way they'll possibly go with it because obviously, um, I was <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, Man- Mandy Rose and uh, and uh, what's the face and. Um, Brooke. Yeah, and then I was like, "Oh yeah, Nia Jax absolutely fucked her again." So um, we won't, we won't. She might not be, might not make it. So apparently she's okay. I've been reading. Uh, I was reading a little bit today. Apparently it was um, it was a safe bump. Apparently it just looked a bit quick. Is what I'd. Uh, and apparently she's okay. Um, it was rough. It was a rough bump. If you've not, if you again, if you if you don't know what we're talking about. Nia Jax decided to adopt a choke slam <laughs> as, as a move this week onto Dana Brooke, and it was high, like on her neck, very high. But 
Yeah. Okay, so are you going with the same winner as well? Are you, are you having Charlotte and Asuka to retain? Yeah, yeah, because I think they're probably building to them at WrestleMania, so I think they'll keep them together as a tag team for now, but then the rest of my thought will come in later. Um, um, but yeah, yeah, I think they'll keep them together and obviously kind of build to WrestleMania that way. You know, Andy? So, Nia Jax. Shayna Baszler. And. Ooh. They're also going to win. Cool. Alright, okay. Thoughts on them winning? Just mix things up a bit. Change things around. Get a bit of movement in the, in the women's. Area. I think. Wait, wait. Did I just say women's area? <laughs> <laughs> the, um, it, it's a bit of a funny one, really, because like they, they brought the tag belts in, to, you know, in, in in the build up to like, you know, part of the the old evolution business and what have you, and they just seem to have like absolutely let it slide. They've they've got all these they've got all these tag teams. They had the iconics and then they split them up and then put Peyton back with somebody else. You know, rather than making her a singles, it just it's sort well, of a bit mishmashy. If that's a real thing, well, like they've done that with the Mandy Rose as well. Obviously, split her up from Sonya Deville and then put her with um, Dana Brooks. And it's just like, well, what are you doing here? Are you trying to get more singles wrestlers? But then you thought, oh shit, we better do something with the tag titles. And it just seems to, and like, and then from that, then you, it's gone from being Bailey holding the women's title and the tag titles to now Asuka holding the women's title and the tag titles as well and you're like you're not you're not devoid of talent that that's the most annoying thing they, they it's absolutely stacked with talent in the in like the women's division in a non-sexist way uh, <laughs> I realise oh yeah talent poor uh, it's meant in like as in wrestling talent people who can do good wrestling matches it's not it's not 15, 20 years ago, or like well, even more recent than that, when you're watching a women's match, you're like, that's not good, kind of thing. They, they wrestle good matches and they've got good women, female wrestlers throughout the company that can do really good, that can make really good matches. And it's just wasted on a small group of people that they, that they want to keep in the kind of, in the rotation, which just seems bizarre to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to, I also think that Lacey and Peyton will probably be the people they defend against. But I have a feeling they're going to make it a triple threat and also make it Nia and Shayna as well. So for, for, for fairness and transparency, I am picking both teams, but if they only defend against one, I'm not going to take a point. It has to be two for me, because otherwise it's not fair on you guys. Um the reason behind that is that I, I think that they need the Charlotte and Lacey thing to continue, but they can also then wangle into that, the fact that Flair could be around, possibly if not, but also still end up costing Charlotte the titles without then having like the titles go on to Lacey Evans. 
Um, I just for some I just don't think they'll give her that. So I'm I'm saying it's going to be a triple threat, and I'm going to say that Nia and Shayna will win. So I kind of agree with Andy. Kind of agree with Sarah and Matt. Absolutely don't agree with Paul. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah. So again, that sort of obviously needs to still be confirmed as yet. But it was kind of let slip there will be defence. So hopefully we'll, we'll all get some points out of that. Um, yeah, so moving on. We've got a universal, ta- uh, a universal title match coming up this weekend. It is the reigning, defending head of the table, Mr. Roman Reigns, against the guy who just will not go away at the moment for him, Kevin Owens. Uh, it this match was a bit of a weird one because we'd, we'd all been sort of back and forth on the, the text about this as well. It started life as a title defence against Adam Pearce. Um, Roman Reigns has been kind of trying to punish Adam Pearce for not bowing to his every demand. And it, it, there was this gauntlet match on SmackDown whereby it got to the last entrant and he, he basically forced Adam Pearce into the, the being the last entrant wiped out, was it, I think it was Shinsuke wasn't it, um, yeah. and then laid Adam Pearce over him whilst the referee counted, so it was good, like, Roman Reigns was going to get his revenge by having this like easy title defence and also getting to, to give him a bit of a kick in and this is what I was alluding to earlier on because um, during the contract signing, Adam Pearce used, used the card subject to change line after feigning an old injury and then Kevin Owens come out and signed the contracts for a last man standing match at the Rumble. Now, I quite like the last man standing match thing anyway, I'm, and it, I get the feeling that this is probably then going to be the last in in the current series of, of Reigns versus Kevin Owens. I'm not really sure. After losing a TLC match and then getting onto this last man standing match, I, do, I, I definitely don't think there'll be another in this, uh, this current vein. And I, I can't get away from... Roman Reigns just carrying on. I can't see Kevin Owens taking this at all. I, I, this is probably going to be, to me, this felt when I was putting this together, it felt like the match we will talk about the, for the least amount of time because everybody will agree. And then I, I said to Sarah, so who are you picking for this match? She went, Kevin Owens. Well, She's clearly listened to us uh, mention that before, but yeah. So I, I'm I'm going straight in for Roman. She's gone straight in for Kevin. Andy. Yeah, I'm with you, my friend. There, uh, I am not playing fights on this one. I'm playing for uh, yeah. It's uh, it's Roman. Look it up, Paul. Um, doesn't make any sense to take the title off in this point. They don't they don't want to make him look weak any time. So why make him look weak? I'm not not to say that losing against Kevin Owens is, is a bad thing, but it obviously in Vince McMahon's eyes it's something that can never ever happen. So. Yeah, yeah, same same for me as well. Yeah, Roman Reigns to win. Picking Roman Reigns in a title match feels like us playing for points. I feel almost like Sarah's at a disadvantage. Obviously, I could watch this back in like a week's time and think, miss it. Well. But I guess we'll, we'll find out. We'll find out the weekend. Um, so yeah, there is there is another main title match on the card, and this one will probably take us a little longer to discuss. I, I would 
suggest. Um, we've got Drew McIntyre, current WWE champion, defending against one of the current roster. No, absolutely not one of the current roster members. Out of nowhere, the first Monday Night Raw of the year, Legends Night. So of course, who turns up like a bad penny every single every single thing? Here he comes, Bill Goldberg. <sighs> Challenges him to a title match, and he just accepts. And then Goldberg pushes him on his ass. This is it's a bit. Do really? I mean, it, I don't think the build was particularly helped by the fact that, unfortunately, Drew then tested positive for COVID a couple of weeks ago. Um, it has returned to action this past week, so they, they did kind of get a week out of it, but they've also then had to rely heavily on Mr. Money in the Bank, the Miz, to kind of help with the build. So, like, obviously, that's kind of in the mix as well. It's one of them also as well, if you, if you did watch TLC, you might be thinking, well, The Miz cashed in his money in the bank and was involved in the TLC match with, with AJ. Well, that was reversed on a technicality because Morrison cashed the case in on his behalf and the rules stipulate that The, the Miz has to be the one to do it. So they, they've given him the case back. He still has it in play. Every week, whether it's because of the COVID thing or not, they, they still have been teasing this is going to be the time. Firstly, who do we think is, you know, is it going to be a straight up match? I'm, I've only got a winner for the match on the card, but I'm quite happy to throw in the, if you think it'll cash in or not as well. Um, during it, after it, however we want to do it. Um, Sarah has given me her prediction for the main match of Drew versus Goldberg, and she has picked Drew which obviously I'm quite happy about. Um, but do you guys think it'll it'll pan out so straightforwardly, or, or do you agree with, with her? I'll, I'll go. Uh, I, I, I think the opposite, sadly. Okay. <coughs> uh, you think Goldberg's wins? The only reason I'm saying that is because... Yeah. Um... The only reason I say that is because when they brought him back in the past, they haven't just brought him back to have like a throwaway match. So like that, obviously, the fact they put him in with the idea of building to a bigger program, which is obviously, you'd imagine this will be the beginning of the build to whatever they're going, whatever the plan is to put up a Goldberg at WrestleMania, like it was last year when they had the when they had him beat the Fiend for the Universal title. Um, so, yeah, sit me down for a Goldberg win, sadly. I don't want to see it, but I think that's what they're going for. Do you think, do you think there'll be any shenanigans with the case? Um, I reckon he might be, I reckon he might be around the ringside area, but I don't think he'll actually get involved in the actual match. I reckon him just being there could, like, sort of be, Distraction enough, whatever the other cast are. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll leave that. I'll leave that off. Then we'll just we'll we'll keep with the uh, the straight up prediction. Andy, in a very Riverside Roundup kind of way, I really wish I, my my prediction had been before Paul's because I, I I couldn't agree more with every word that that man has just said. 
literally even down to the even down to the case i was like yeah 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 he's not going to cash in but it's definitely going to be you know around the area and then paul's like so yeah it's goldberg for me and i absolutely agree that it's definitely because they're going to build to something and it's definitely going to be a wrestlemania based thing uh it's a goldberg victory some some case happenings but not cashed in okay This is where you kind of like, like, is it, the the head says Goldberg because I know what they're like. I I don't know, I don't know how, I don't know how they've managed to box themselves into this corner of, you know, when he turns up and you think, oh shit, they're going to build him up like he's this absolutely kind of, you know, irresistible force kind of thing. And you know, you know what's coming next. Oh, Broccoli Rob's going to come trotting down the ramp and you're like, oh, fucking hell, here comes the immovable object as well. And the pair of them are going to be thrust straight into the into the main event and we're going to have to watch a shite match with two slow guys who are past it now. And it's like... But with, with everything that Drew's done, like, you know, kind of pretty much carrying the title and kind of making it worthwhile and making the the kind of COVID era wrestling watchable you kind of think it seems a bit harsh for him to just then go and and you know it's 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 per- and, and then you say these things as you and as you're saying them in your head and then you say it out loud you're like yeah that's exactly what the wwe would do because it's like right and you know you've done all this for us but just just hand it over to old bill because everybody fucking loves old bill don't they and you just think oh, it's it's, it's Crap! <laughs> but it's one of the unfortunate things, though, because like if if but the, the, you know when we talk about this and it's like oh here it comes again, but to a certain like to a certain extent, like we all know they don't really give a monkey's what we think. No. What they look at is when the video of Goldberg challenging Drew has like x amount of views on YouTube within a, like a few hours of it happening, and they're like oh people must really like that, and I think. It's more a case of people watch it to be like, "What the fuck's he doing here?" Like, and, and but there's no kind of distinction. Yeah, <laughs> it's people who have watched. Um, but it's, it's because it's because the person who makes all the main decisions is a nigh on eighty year old who just thinks that YouTube views means they like the people have viewed it because they like the same things as what he does. And what it is is people going, "Oh, fuck it, let's go and look at Goldberg again." Probably looking like shit as he as he had butted a door on his way out or something. And you just like in what what imaginative way can he come up with to concuss himself this time? (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, it makes great podcasting. Me kind of going back and forth in the decision over it. Oh fuck it! I'm gonna ah um. Conflicted. The man is conflicted. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for a Goldberg win by disqualification because I think the Miz is just gonna hit him with the with the case, with the briefcase. Okay. Something like that. 
Okay, okay. I I have a theory which I'm gonna need to then get to later on. Um it's something that I'm pretty sure is something that WWE would do. So we will get to that. But I'm, I'm not just because I'm hugely biased, I'm going for a, a Drew McIntyre win. Um I agree that uh, with with what you guys have said about Miz being around, I don't think he'll cash it in because they've they've said too many times, "Oh, I'm going to do it this weekend," or something's going to happen with the case this weekend for it to then actually happen for me. Um, they've also made a big deal on commentary of referencing what Paul said about every time he's come back, every time every uh, champion is challenged, he's taken the, the title from him. So that it's all it's like it's like that thing where they're like, Oh, I've been champion for three hundred days and then guess what happens next time? It's all, it's almost like the reverse of that. So I'm 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 going for a Drew win and not just because he's my current favourite. So that leads us to the bazillion predictions that we've now got for the rumble matches. <laughs> we'll start we'll start with the women's matches. So just to set it out for points, these are the categories that we've got for predictions. We've got first entrance, of which I obviously need two. We've got first out, as in eliminated, um, not first literally down the ramp. Uh, the the longest uh, person in the match, or the person in the match for the longest, sorry. Uh, most eliminations, surprise entrance, of which I will be requiring two, um, and the winner. Now, for this, just going back very briefly to the surprise entrance, I feel like we need some sort of stipulations in here just to make it a little bit more interesting. So, firstly, I don't want anybody that's been on the Raw or SmackDown roster since the turn of the year that's maybe not been on TV since, because I, I think that's a bit of a cheap shot. And secondly, <laughs> if you get it wrong, I'm going to deduct a point as well, just to keep it just, just to mix the points up a little bit. So, um, for anybody who picks, if you pick Matt Hardy and Goldust, I'm just going to put you down for minus two now. Just saying. <laughs> uh, I just need to. I just need to quickly pick some new uh, picks, real quick. <laughs> there's quite, there's quite a lot to go through. So, do you want me to go through a full person's predictions, or do you want me to do first entrance and then go around again? That might that might make it a bit more like if we do it category at a time. That might make it flow a bit better. Okay, so might as well start with the ones I've already got in the book then. So women's Royal Rumble match. Sarah has got the first two entrants down as Ruby Riot and Bailey. Ah. Uh. Now, sorry, Paul. She might have stolen your Bailey Thunder because you've clearly got your Bailey T-shirt on under your uh, Hartley Bull United top as well. Two, you two first. Oh, it's the T-shirt with John Cena on, right? Um, <laughs> but yeah, so um, so yeah, she's gone. She's gone. Ruby Riot and Bailey. To be honest, I can't. I can't really fault her, her picks. I might not agree with them, but I, I think there's a fair chance that it could be those two. Um, I was I was pleasantly surprised. Um, <laughs> That's what I would say. Not completely shit. <laughs> I mean, she's not here, so I can't like give her the old pat on the forehead. But 
if you're listening. <laughs> gold star for tr- gold star for effort is what I think you primary teachers say, isn't it? <laughs> it's clear. Um, so, what, what should we should we should we uh, make that link and go go to the other one on the uh, on the roster, Mister Moore? Shall we? Uh, Throw, throw the predictions to you first. You want to pick your first entrance for the women's run? Yeah. Um, Natalia. Okay. And. Um, got some strategy involved in that or you just think that they're they're expendable um one of those will be an answer later on okay uh, paul so i've actually written these down for the first Ooh. time in a while now well well actually I've, I've i've kind of jumped the gun a little bit i have got a list of co- it probably should help if i give you a list of people who've been confirmed for this so far so apologies if you want to change anything at this point feel free to do so go on Andy speaking of I need to double check an entrant for the men's Royal Rumble because one of my surprise entrants I've actually now seen is listed as an entrant I'm like well that's absolutely scup of that one yeah that'll, that'll that'll take him off your surprise entrance list you'll need somebody else shit I'm guessing it might be a certain Viking-based Canadian that you might have chosen from that. Yeah. If it's right. definitely him, you'll have to definitely see a little player on this day. Put it that way. Right, so the list of confirmed women, as of the point of recording, Shayna Baszler, Alexa Bliss, Peyton Royce, Bianca Belair, Bailey, good news for Sarah, Charlotte Flair, Matt's favourite Nia Jax, Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke, Tamina, Liv Morgan, and the other half of the Riot Squad, Ruby Riot. So they're the people who've been confirmed up to the point of recording. Come in. <laughs> Are you happy to keep yours as they were, Matt? Yes. So Natalia, yeah, Natalia is not not officially on that list. I can't see her not being in it though, personally. She's still into everything else, bless her. <laughs> well, so. uh, I I like Matt. Hope that she also is uh, appearing as I have her as one of my first two. So I have Charlotte and Natalia as my first two entries. Okay. Do you want to give me yours, Andy? Um, I've gone with Bailey and Mandy Rose. few weeks Bianca Belair because I get the feeling that the story that they're going to try and tell is that one of those two will be like the Iron Woman of the match so obviously we'll come to that in a little while um, 
it's been this constant one-upsmanship really since Belair made a statement on SmackDown and last week on SmackDown they had an athletic competition have you guys seen any of this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. So, so Bailey, Bailey's running this obstacle course where she's got tiny little hurdles and she's got a clear shot at the basketball and she's she's got to do like a fireman's carry with Chad Gable and then when it's Bianca Belair's turn they replace Chad Gable with Otis which you know but what about a two hundred pound difference in weight? Raised up the Bianca Belair still whooped her, so I, I, I get the impression they're going to kind of carry on that particular story throughout the, the Rumble match. So I'm, I'm, that's why I'm picking Bailey and, and Belair. Um, so yeah, so we then bring ourselves to the first elimination. Who's going to be the first one out? Um, Sarah has gone for Liv Morgan. Has been the first elimination. Seems. Yeah, it's she's definitely not going to win. Probably early in, I would have thought. So I don't think that's the worst shot in the world either. Um, Matt, do you want to give me yours? Yeah, Lana. Okay. Again, reasonable shout. <laughs> Paul. Probably thrown out on top of her head by Nia Jax. <laughs> <laughs> Into the third row. <laughs> Through a telly. <laughs> yeah, but if her feet don't touch... Speared. She's not out of the match. She's not out of the match. She's dead, but she's not out of the match. I mean, if we're going to go down that route, technically Curtis Axel's still not been eliminated from about five years ago, so, you know, he's just <laughs> uh, well, uh, I've, I've gone for Peyton Royce to be the first eliminated. Okay, um, I, unfortunately, well, Chuck Man, I'm just going to jump the queue a little bit there, Andy, mainly because I also have Peyton Royce as my first one out, so, so me and Paul are in agreement there. Who have you got as, as, as taking a dive first off? Tamina. Tamina. Okay. Right, this is this is where it starts to get a little bit more interesting, I think, predictions-wise. So, the person who will spend the longest amount of time in the match, it, it, it this could literally be anything. This could be anything from what? Six or seven minutes, really, depending on the speed of eliminations, all the way through to like the full length of the match. So this, this to me is kind of probably the, the most difficult one to get, um, and it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to correlate with the most eliminations either. So you could pick the same for the next prediction after this, or you could you could make them both entirely different. So um, on that vein, Sarah. Going with Bailey as one of her first entrants has also picked Bailey to spend the most amount of time in the match. There's a big grin on Andy's face there. As she stood on, as she stood on some toes there. Toes, toes, toes are a little, a little stinging right now, I'm afraid. <laughs> okay, well, I'll pop that one straight in for you. So please you do, sir. Have... Please do. You know, right? If if Sarah gets any of this right, she'll be made up. She'll be even more made up with the fact that. Somebody agreed with what she said as well because she was a bit worried. I think. <laughs> uh, I, think I think. Uh, I think. In future, Stu, if we can, uh, if we can start going with current 
reigning champion agrees if that's uh, if that's something we can start to to bring in uh, that that'd be great i don't i don't want to i don't want to keep flashing the but you know titles are titles I mean, at the end of the day so uh, if we could start using the full title that would be yeah, that'd be amazing cheers it's, it's, it's already taken in into the third year of podcasting to pull rank on it i mean that that's I, I let the first two years slide, but I think I think really we need to start seeing a bit of, a bit of separation at this point, you know. Well, do you know what? Maybe we should maybe we should introduce that as champions' advantage, or or but will it be an advantage? You, you champions' handicap, know. really. <laughs> I am a handicap all to myself, so. <laughs> so okay, so we've got two uh, two predictions down for the longest amount of time in the match down is barely already. Um. Let's make that three. I'm really sorry, but I do. I also agree with that. Um, but again, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, Matt, do you want to go next? Um, I think I'm, I'm just going to go with Natalia. I think there's that kind of like every year she's kind of giving that kind of like Iron Woman. I'm I'm training for it, all that kind of thing. So I've been kind of suckered in by all the kind of social media promo stuff <laughs> okie dokie um, Natalia is down for you is that the, the, having spent the longest amount of time in and Paul to round that one out uh, I've gone with Charlotte with the Iron Woman okay. I mean let's be fair she might not win and I hope she doesn't on the basis that you don't want it back to back but they're gonna to have to find some glorious statistic to give her binners that she uh, she is the anointed one, aren't they? So that that is a very fair show. So most eliminations. This again, Andy. You know, we well, you just you've just called it. You need to you need to throw throw yours in first before we go any further. Who are you having down for the most eliminations? Most eliminations for me is Charlotte. Okay. You'll be pleased to know <laughs> Sarah hasn't picked the same as you on this one. But she has picked the same as me. Oh. Um, we have both gone for Bianca Belair. And this, for me, feeds back to the one-upsmanship. It'll be Billy will have the, spent the longest time in the match. Bianca Belair will have the, the most eliminations to kind of cancel each other out and keep that burning. So that's why I've gone with it. Pretty sure Sarah's was a bit more. I'll just <laughs> pick a name. It works. She's the one she's got. So if, if, it, if it comes off, Brill. Um, Matt? I'm going to go Botchasaurus Jacks. <laughs> my new Instagram friend <laughs> yeah your best bud <laughs> oh, okay um, the night Jack uh, just said in case anybody was confused like, <laughs> I, think, I think everybody got it just you didn't even have a surname Botches or might have done it and um, um, Paul uh, I've gone for who most of the uh, rest of the podcasters has picked for the Iron Lady of the uh, Rumble for Bailey to get the most of them in it. Ah, so you've kind of gone the opposite way around to me, so, okay. Right. Surprise entrance. 
this again don't want anybody that's appeared on Raw or Smackdown in that, uh, since the turn of the year but it could be NXT people because they're, you know, they're not on the main roster go on Paul he's, he's got his hand up so he's either got something to suggest or he needs a wee I'm no, no, I, I, I need to tell, can I, can I give you my two? Because yep. my, my second one might, might sort of test the boundaries of has appeared on Raw or Smackdown this year. Well, it's quite clear if they've appeared on Raw or Smackdown, it will certainly test those boundaries. Yeah, but they've appeared on Raw, but not because they're a member of the active roster. Okay. So my, one of my two is Alicia Fox. Okay, yeah, no, that's I, I would. She didn't actually like participate, did she? When she was uh, she was there for for Legends Night, she was just she was there for the Legends Night, wasn't she? Yeah, she was just on the stage though. She didn't actually like get involved with the match or anything. So I think that one's okay. Fair enough. Uh, my other one is uh, Rhea Ripley. Okay. I know where you oh, live, Williams. <laughs> it's alright, you can't do my house anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll find it. Paul, Paul, Paul has <laughs> definitely got some big feet because he's uh, he stood on more than one set of toes with that prediction, but let's uh, let's leave that be. He's, Andy, he's stepped on more than one prediction. Alicia, Alicia Fox is just a really popular kick, clearly. He's stepped on more than one prediction with that prediction. You picking the same? No. Wow, okay. No, no. No, we'll come to it. But no, he stepped on more than one prediction with with one okay. of his predictions. So who are your surprise entrants then? So I need to do. I, I've I've got like a list of names, and now I've seen the thing where I'm like my male one of my male surprise entrants. I think is actually a, a listed participant. So like I don't think I can have them anymore. Um, the champions rattle. Am I am I able to have? Ronda Rousey. You absolutely are. So, yep. uh, if you can put me down for Ronda Rousey, please. And, uh, yes, uh, I agree with Paul that uh, Rhea Ripley will absolutely be in attendance. Because okay. she'll, she'll need to be for the next prediction. Not, it's not a spoiler. It's a prediction, but it's not a spo- it's not a prediction. It's a spoiler. Absolutely. Now, oh, it's like Inception, messing with the brain. Right, um, Matt, who are you going with for your surprises? I'm going to go. Is it you, know, Johnny Morrison's Mrs. I have Valkyrie. Uh, yeah, I have uh, this is because you want me to type Valkyrie and I don't know how to spell it. <laughs> um, certainly isn't with a bloody W, is it? Um, and... I don't know. It's, it's whether you, you buy into the kind of... Like, like also what you read on the dirt sheets and stuff like that. That's one of the ones I've got in my head. Or whether you play it play it safe with an NXT one. <laughs> um, uh, uh, no, I'm, uh, I'm 
Tumbelina. Ooh, bit left field, but I like it. That was my other one. That was the other one I had on my list. Don't, don't think that's unreasonable either, to be honest. Because normally they have, they normally have like a le- like a legend and or something like that. And obviously, Leet has burnt a bridges recently. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think obviously a lot of the other ones have been have been around and about recently. So like, I think maybe just as like a surprise and a pop kind of thing. There's always like rumours of it coming around. So constantly. Cool. Um, I'll throw Sarah's in because between. A few of you, you'll then have, have both have, have picked mine, but mine are in a different order. So on the Legends theme, uh, Sarah has picked Beth Phoenix, and again, current commentator on NXT, so yeah, Hall of Famer and all the rest of it, fair shout. And uh, this, this was one of mine as well. Becky Lynch to return at the Rumble. She obviously had a, a little one last month now and every single picture that has been online of her since that point has been in of her in a gym holding the baby so like why else is the baby at a gym because mum's getting back in shape to come back to work so I am taking Becky Lynch as one of mine and unfortunately for Alicia Fox her, huh? Alicia Fox is she second yeah Unfortunately for two of you, uh, Rhea Ripley is also my second pick. So I, f- I feel like I'm kind of playing it safe because, like, I, I can't. I'm with you. I, I, can't, I can't see Ripley not turning up. She lost that sort of un- unofficially the loser leaves town match with uh, Raquel Gonzalez on NXT, and she's got to turn up somewhere soon. So I, I just can't see her not being in it. And I feel a bit bad for her as well because I reckon if, like, if it had ever been there with the crowd, like, especially for the start of her entrance and all the rest of it, that I reckon she'd have got a decent, decent pop for for that. Yeah. So that brings us to the winners. Andy had his theory. He might have already spoiled it a little bit, so I'm guessing one of you two surprises. Yeah, whereas normally I'd be all over picking uh, Ronda Rousey to uh, not only turn up as a surprise, but to win it. Uh, it's my other surprise entrant. Uh, I, I, I am, I am, uh, I've been, I've been looking, and uh, Sky Bet are giving very good odds for Rhea Ripley to win the uh, the Royal Rumble, and I firmly agree. Well, on the note of uh, the betting. We can have a little look at it after this as well, and uh, quite happy to, to put a little bit in and see see if we can generate some revenue. So we'll uh, might leave that in the capable hands of our uh, resident bookie in the in the corner there. <laughs> so does uh, does does the bookmaker want to give us his predictions for the winner? Yes, uh, I would like to pick Alexa Bliss, please. Excellent. Good choice. Not saying I agree with you this time, but still a good choice. Um, Matt, do you want to go next? Or do, you want, do you want the uh, the honour of closing them out? Oh, no, I'll, I'll go next. Um, I, I'm going to go 
boring kind of storyline-led kind of thing, uh, Charlotte Flair. So they can say, first time first ever. Back to back, blah, blah, blah. But then also feeds into the her and Oscar are the uh, tag champions, but then give them the old side-eye kind of thing like that. So, yeah. You know, Sarah has, has thrown uh, another one, I think, possibly of the bookies favourites at the moment, Bianca Belair, in as the winner. So that, that was Sarah's pick. And even though I didn't put it down as one of my surprises, I'm kind of like, like hedging my bets here because I still think she'll be involved somewhere in it. And I'm picking Rhonda. Ronda Rousey will will return but just in case she doesn't I've played safe with my surprises so I'm coming for that title um, that's all that is all <laughs> do you want do you want to do like odds on the women's now whilst we're in a no, that makes sense because we've, we've covered we've covered it haven't we so we might as well sort of see what the bookmakers think so what do you want favourite I think I think we need to we need to go with with the winners, don't we? If we if we were going to do something for the winners, now I'm not I'm not going to say to you, Paul, put all of these on. But if you want to, if you want to, if the odds are worth it, I'm happy to, to to sling some some cash your way, or I can put. I suppose I have my own phone. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> so the current the current the current bookmaker's favourite for the women's Royal Rumble. Sarah will be most pleased. Is Bianca Belair at six to four? Okay. Second favourite, I will be pleased, is Alexa Bliss at ten to three. You've then got Rhea Ripley at four to one, Charlotte at five to one, Bailey at nines, Becky at tens, Ronda at tens. Uh, if you're looking for an outside bet. Uh, top of the shop, biggest odds you can get is 150 to 1 on Stephanie McMahon to win the Rumble. <laughs> no, I think I think we might leave that one. I mean, we're all we're all kind of uh, in amongst them top ones, aren't we, with our choices? Yeah. Um, uh, I'll have to I'll have to get a uh, I'll have to get a judgment call on this one because. Uh, Pretty sure she doesn't have an ACL or an MCL or something at the minute, but Tegan Knox is 50 to 1. I think no. she'd be 50 to, to be out of a cat, like out of a brace by that point, won't she? Exactly. Um, uh, banter pick goes down uh, 100 to 1. You can have odds on Zelina Vega to win the Rumble. <laughs> Presumably only if she live streams it, though, right? <laughs> Uh, uh, I mean the rest of the the rest of the people on the list uh, are either employed by the company. Oh, Thirty three to one on Eva Marie. She was one. Of, she was one of the ones that I did, that was one of me uh, like dirt sheety kind of. She's coming back kind of thing. But I don't know. Yeah, no, no odds for um, for your tired Valkyrie. Um, Pick, Matt, but there is. Oh, I don't think 
if, even if if she, if she does enter it, I don't. She's not going to win it. Yeah, you can get twenty five to one on Tessa Blanchard, which might not be a terrible pick if you if you like, if people were picking her as a surprise entrant, then yeah, I'd say that's pretty decent. Um, are they offering are they offering odds on just to appear? Um, I don't think so. They're just they're offering. Um, they're offering they're finishing the top four. Yeah, they've, they've got top four, and then they've also got prop markets on most eliminations: Iron Woman and Shortest Stay. So um, the Iron Woman favourite is Bianca Belair's nine to two. Charlotte is eleven to two. Um, Bailey six to one. Those are your favourites for the Iron Woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, most eliminations, the favourites are Bianca Belair, Charlotte Flair, and Rhea Ripley are all the fives. And then uh, Matt's favourite, Nia, six to one. Uh, shortest stay odds. I had to I had to properly search for this one because uh, it's not in the right order. Um, Three to one best shot. Poor old Billy Kay. You've got to be joking me. Uh, if, if you uh, if you don't fancy that, you can get nine to one on Chelsea Green to be in there the shortest amount of time, which I think would be a bit hard. Don't you have, don't you have to be able to like you know move your arms and stuff for that? Generally, generally, yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, Ten to one on Lana, which is tempting. That, yeah, that one will be. Because like she's she's the sort of person you could see coming in and then just getting close, like straight back over the top again. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's not one that's that was actually better than one. I was doing a bushwhacker as it's known, but that sounds terrible it's in the women's room. <laughs> <laughs> well, well. So yeah. Uh, final four odds kind of reflect the. The winners, really, the favourites for the win. So you've got Bianca Belair's 16 to 1 on to be in the final four. Alexa Bliss, 4 to 5. Um, Rhea Ripley, 5 to 4. Charles, 4 to 7. Alexa, stop. Um, Bailey, Bailey's 1 to 4. Um, Lacey Evans is a 5 to 1 shot to be in the final four. That's not a terrible bet. Not a chance. Absolutely not a chance. Becky, is he, is he, is Natalia? Is he, is What's he that, sorry? Well, Becky Lynch is... Do you say Becky Lynch is 5-1 to one to be in the last four? Yes. Yes. Not terrible. Um, yeah. There you go. That's, uh, that's, that's, all the, that's all the bets that you've got. Apart from uh, brand of winner, Raw, 6-5, to five, Smackdown, 5-4, to four, any other seven to two. See now, so if Rick win, 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 yeah. then that's your best. That's your best bet. So we've done it once. You know the drill. Got the men's one now. <laughs> so we've gone with exactly the same categories. So there is again a bit to get through. So we'll uh, we'll try and whip through these. And straight off the bat. For the first entrance into the men's Royal Rumble, Sarah has gone with Sami Zayn and Cesaro. So that's where where she is going. Um, Andy, do you want to do you want to give us a couple? 
Daniel Bryan and The Miz. Good shout. History. I like it. Paul? Uh, first two, I've gone for Shinsuke Nakamura and Big E. I nearly went Big E. Is that because you want him to be first out? Are you saving him for that pick, Andy? Yeah, get him straight out. There was a bit, obviously I've uh, picked an appropriate t-shirt for this, for those that are uh, watching along on YouTube, but there had been a discussion about at some point me wearing my New Day shirt just for you, Andy. I know, where, I, know where, I know where you live as well, Stu. <laughs> Obviously, I can't travel there, you know, legitimately. And you, uh, I should, I should be careful, really, because obviously you, you sort the video out, so I suppose you could edit anything onto my t-shirt afterwards if you really wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we've got Shinsuke and Big E from Paul as the first two in, and Mister Moore. I agree worryingly with Mr. Williams that Shinsuke is going to be one of the first ones. Yeah. And then... I'm just trying to... Uh... I'm AJ Styles. That's so weird, because I had that as my first two and I changed AJ to Big E. Oh yeah, that's, that's well, very troubling. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna make a mix again. Since uh, I'm I'm also going Shinsuke, based on recent performances on SmackDown, um, I think they'll have a bit of, and especially as well because they're uh, tag team partners. I think they'll have Shinsuke and Cesaro. Uh. I'm sticking sticking with that one-upsmanship theme for my uh, we again. I've got so excited about getting straight into it. I've, uh, I've not given you the list of announced entrants so far. So again, at the time of recording, we have Jeff Hardy, Jey Uso, Cesaro, The Miz, Otis, Bobby Lashley, Randy Orton, AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan, Sami Zayn, Shinsuke Nakamura, Mustafa Ali, John Morrison, Sheamus, Big E, Edge, and Dolph Ziggler. They were the ones I'd seen as being announced officially on the website up to the point. Um, which one of those was the one that scuppered you, Andy? Or do you want to leave that for a little? It was. It was Edge. I had, I had Edge down as a surprise entrant, uh, but then when I looked at a list of uh, confirmed, he was the last name on the list. I was like, "You son of a beep!" Yeah. Uh, but I, luckily, yeah. I like to uh, I like to cover all bases, and I had gone with three surprise entrants in both categories. So uh, I I hope that I am still covered. Okay, cool. We'll we'll we'll, we'll skip back to the the first out prediction, um, and from that list, Sarah has suggested Mustafa Ali as the first elimination from uh, this year's Men's Royal Rumble. Do you want to give me your first out, Andy? Otis. I mean, for those of you that for those of you that remember last year's Women's Royal Rumble, I really can't see Mandy Rose returning the favour. Um, yeah, if you don't know what I'm talking about, watch last year's Royal Rumble. 
talk about a squash match. Anyway, um, Paul, <laughs> first out. Uh, first elimination, I've gone for Jay Uso. Okay. I nearly went there. Matt? <sighs> Sammy Zane. Okay. Um, I have no idea who will be first out. <laughs> I, just picked, I just picked a name out of my head. I was like... <laughs> The only thing I can think of for this is it'll very much depend on if the men's rumble is the main event, if it's first. I mean, since the inception of the men's and the women's, I think they've like flip flopped it. So it could be if there was still, if I still felt like they had, they had any kind of emphasis on the women's division, I'd say it's the women's turn to to go last. I just don't think they'll do it. Um, I think the men's rumble will be last, um, but. If it's not, I could quite... If there is going to be some case-based shenanigans at some point, I could see the Miz getting eliminated early from the Rumble and then still having a, a decent night. Um, so, again, just to kind of cover my earlier sort of... I'm, I'm going I'm to go for the Miz. Why not? Let's have the Miz as first out. I mean, John Morrison could be the first over the top rope, but his feet are probably going to then bounce off three or four other things that aren't the floor, and he'll do some kind of path or routine around all of the uh, Thunderdome screens. But he, uh, he, he might be the first over, but he won't be the first eliminated. So, um, the longest amount of time spent in the match, Sarah's gone in with Jeff Hardy. Not sure about that, but... Andy? I'd actually, I'd actually considered Jeff Hardy myself. Um, Bobby Lashley. Okay. Current United States champion. Just, a, just a further that as well. Um, on Raw this past week, Matt Riddle won a gauntlet match. Oh, sorry, Riddle himself a gauntlet match uh, so he has got a future United States Championship match against Lashley to come but they've not announced it like they, they made a big deal of him winning this match but they didn't announce it for the Rumble so I would suggest it's probably if it is it'll be on the like on the pre-show if it's not they'll they'll keep it for Raw and they haven't announced Riddle for the Rumble yet so just as, just as an aside um, Paul? For Iron Man, longest in the rumble, yeah? Yeah, longest time in the rumble. Nakamura, please. Good old shinny knack. Matt? I'm going to go AJ, because his boy's going to keep, like, keep him in. He's one of the big... What's his name? Yeah. The big Omos. Omos. The big, the big, well, nearly eight foot tall fella. That... <laughs> yeah. I just think he's just, it's going to be like that element of just catching him and popping him back in and, you know, kind of pushing him back over and stuff, loads of stuff like that. So, Some, I haven't even considered this until this point. But could the Rumble be that guy's official debut? Because he's not actually had a match yet. 
Yeah, something, something maybe because he's not, he's not had a match yet. So could he technically go as a surprise entrant? Maybe has he been on Raw or SmackDown within the calendar year, Stuart? He has, but he's not been active. And if you're going to pull that, you can keep, shove your Alicia Fox one back up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, longest in the match, I'm going with Cesaro. Go pull some kind of. He was the first ever Andre the Giant winner and I'll look at all of his experience kind of line out of. So yes, that's that's where I'm don't, going with. Don't hit that pick. I think that's that, I think that's, uh, that's a shrewdy, that one. That could be uh, that could be the sleeper pick of the uh, was, prediction. I had him or AJ, that was that they were my two kinda But both him and Shinsuke are decent shouts for that for me. Like it would purely for the fact that they've been putting in the work since, especially since uh, the turn of the year they've, they've been featured quite heavily on Smackdown Smackdown seems to be doing a great job of pushing their mid-card guys now so that they're actually developing fright fresh people that could you know you quite happily see any of them go against Roman Reigns so I'd be alright with that like, I don't think he'll win but I wouldn't mind seeing a Cesaro Roman Reigns match at some point because I think they'd do a hell of a job together um, yeah. So yeah, so most eliminations. Uh, I've kind of kept the 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 the, the, the uh, predictions in the same order this time. So Sarah's gone with a reasonable shout for this one. There was no element of surprise in my voice if you're listening to this, um, and she's picked the big Irishman, Seamus. Hmm? Seamus. Um, yeah, when I said big Irishman, she, she didn't go for her uh, podcast favourite, Rick. But, um, yeah. Andy, most eliminations from you, sir? Randall Keith for me, sir. I don't know why, because I could just put him in the book as Randy Orton. But whenever you say it in that way, I always put Randall Keith in as the. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Does he? Uh, do, do we know yet whether he's got to wear whether he's got to wear his pants? Obviously, we, we do know he's got to wear his pants on Raw this week. <laughs> he remembered to bring his kit, so he didn't have to dip into the box of spares. <laughs> I've got to say that that mask is hands down one of the worst things I've ever seen. It's the one of the worst things they've ever done. It was atrocious. <laughs> So we've, for those of you that haven't, haven't obviously because we, we, we skip past a lot because of the amount we've got to get through, but the, the storyline has continued with the, the Fiend. He, Randy Orton won the um, Inferno match at TLC and they've carried on the story with Alexa Bliss who shot Randy Orton in the face with a fireball and Randy then returns to programming the week after wearing what they describe as a Burns mask and what the rest of the world would describe as grubby tighty whitey on his face. Um, I'm not sure they shot it in the dark for effect or if it was just so you couldn't see all of the skids on the back of the mask, but it was <laughs> it was pretty grim. It was a horrible, horrible looking thing. <laughs> yeah, Andy's got an accurate representation for the YouTube viewers on screen right now. I mean, it, it was as disturbing as that photograph looks. <laughs> Awful. Awful. But yeah, as as Matt says, the the burns that they were selling to be the, the worst 
pain he'd ever felt, and then he only wore the mask for one week. Although he did have some very questionable fake tan still going on this week. <laughs> so yeah, we, most eliminations, Randall Keith for uh, for Andy Paul. Who are you going with? Most eliminations, I would like to say Mr. Bobby Lashley. Please. I have a horrible feeling I'm going to ask Matt now and Matt is going to pick my pick. So I bet you I am. Is it a little town outside of Bradford? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. So, Keith <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Me and Matt have picked the same. Big old, big old Keith Lee. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go straight into surprises. We've got a couple to pick each, but just to get this out of the way, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave Sarah's off. Let's go to Andy because uh, if you've ever listened to this podcast before, and if you've ever paid any attention to Andy's predictions, and let's be fair, the amount of times he's held that title, you probably should. Who are your predictions for the surprise entrance and absolutely why is he a former UFC heavyweight champion? <laughs> so, we all, we all know the rules, don't we? You know, it's set in stone that every year I pick the same two people every year and every year I am mostly disappointed because most of the time uh, Stu's favourite, Dwayne Johnson, doesn't turn up and uh, Stone Cold's still apparently too busy doing whatever the hell he's Listen, doing these days. The reason the reason he never turned up is because they can't afford the panes of glass. It's true. They can't afford all the beer either. Um, they do his also that. Well, he brings it himself now, doesn't he? He does, he does. He brings his own. And the fact that his neck is also made of those panes of glass as well, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, as... as, as <laughs> As is always the case, again in in true uh, in true Riverside Roundup fashion, I'll I'll tell you who I think it is, and then you tell me if they're a valid option. Okay. <laughs> um, my my second to last surprise entrant is Seth Rollins. Hasn't been on TV since Survivor Series, so valid pick, and also I think a shoe in. So I think you guaranteed a point on that one. And uh, you have already correctly uh, guessed my other uh, former UFC Bork Laser. Uh, Broccoli Rob is is absolutely coming. I don't know if you oh, can. Tell, Bork Laser. I don't know if you can tell from the lack of tapping noise if that the microphone was picking it up, but that was already in the book before. <laughs> <laughs> it was written in after last year's Royal Rumble, wasn't it? <laughs> In fact, actually, can I this for next year's now? Just <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's the age old chiseled in stone. I was going to say. Oh, I was going to no. say my surprise entrance. The only one that's carved in marble at this point in time. So <laughs> like, yeah, I just put. A, I, I just changed the year on it each time. <laughs> oh. Um. So, Paul. Uh, Andy has uh, he's, he's flipped it and he's and he's done me out of one of my surprise entrants. That's how it goes. Um, Seth Rollins. I'm uh, I'm not I'm not a 
huge, uh, I'm not a huge broccoli fan, so uh, <coughs> that's a lie. I, I, I fucking love broccoli. Great sauce of iron. Um, anyway, back to the actual prediction. Um, my other men's surprise entrant is Damien Priest. Damien Priest, okay. I think those are two rude picks. I hadn't even thought about him, but now you've mentioned it. Yeah. Very similar positioning to Rhea Ripley, I guess. That, that was my thought. Like, so, when we discussed doing the podcast a couple of weeks ago, they were basically my first two um, picks that I was thinking would be surprise entrants, obviously for the same reasons. They, were, they both lost in high-profile matches on NXT and been kept off since that point. So, you kind of forget about them. Yeah, well, it works because I'd forgotten until you mentioned him just then. So, um, Matt, who are you going with? Um, I think he's already been in, hasn't he? I thought about this just and I thought, oh no, fuck, I'm just saying it just to be kind of thing. Pat McAfee. Yeah. I just think, Again. yeah, uh, just as a kind of like, you know, um, and then. Um, just that a completely out of left field one a kind of another one who's just left another wrestling company I'm going to go Jay White who's just left New Japan and he's tipped to be in WWE well there's no kind of confirmation but um, just just as a kind of yeah just that maybe they'll chuck him in there I think he's definitely headed stateside isn't he it's just yeah yeah. You know, what end it ends up being and I, I can't say that either of those are uh, it'll be it, it's a big like if if, he, if they have signed him and they chuck him straight into the into the Royal Rumble it's a big F U to AEW dick out on the table look we're still the big boys around here kind of thing if, if that kind of thing and I think it's the kind of thing that they would do as well because most people would go yeah Jay White he's an AEW wrestler and he might he might come on to he might be on the Royal Rumble do some cool shit and then just be sent to NXT which which would be the perfect place for him because he's probably a similar size to Adam Cole so it, it'll work well around there but I think it, it, they'll you know if they do debut him in the Royal Rumble it's a proper kind of like just remember just remember where just remember where you stand boys kind of thing and, and as well like you say if they do if they do send him to NXT like if they then actually bear reference to that within his introduction, there'll be a few people that will watch the Rumble and go, oh, cool, right, I'll watch NXT then. Like, it'll get, maybe get a few more in that way. So, yeah, that, that's that's more than feasible, I think. Um, my surprises, um, one of them is not a surprise in the sense of two of you have already picked it and I, I'm absolutely playing for points and picking Seth Rollins. Um, it does, obviously bear the question if I've picked Becky for the women's and Seth for the men's who's babysitting but that's for them to sort out and my other pick in a basket somewhere it's fine buried my, my <laughs> other pick is 16 time world champion not Ric Flair one Mr John Cena nice I like it 
that um, that was on a list I saw earlier today, as well as and as I, I'm sorry, what? As well as Sergeant Slaughter. <laughs> that is no no joke. They get some of the old boys in, don't they? Every now and again, yep. so. So John Cena and Sergeant Slaughter were on that list. As I, yeah, okay. I don't know if we'll be that. See, I don't know if something that bothered about having like a proper big surprise, surprise, not Silver Black, um, but <laughs> because there's no one there, like it's it's the age old debate of like I'm amazed that no one said CM Punk, but as we've discussed in like chats and stuff, if they're ever going to bring him back, they're not going to waste it when there's no crowd there. Like, so, that, it's a funny one that as well because there's, for him. I don't think, even even if right now, even if, I mean, obviously if they give him all the money in the world, they probably would, but, like, I, I, I have him, as much as I like the guy, I, I have him down as a huge ego, so, like, what what benefit is it to him to, to come back, to, to not garner that reaction? Because yeah. you only have to think back 12 months to, to the reaction that Edge got, and they managed to keep that a good secret and it was somebody who was high up the card or somebody who's well thought of you know by the fans and all the rest of it no disrespect to Edge but like Punk Punk would be that kind of you know level or higher of, of reaction and I, I, I don't think Punk's ego would, would let him do it without a, a live crowd there no I'd agree with that it would be lovely symmetry for the fact that if he ever did return for it to be in a rumble as that was the event that he effectively walked out on him um, shortly after because it was uh, him dropping the title wasn't it and then that one was born if I remember rightly ah fuck you doing um sorry did that come out sorry <laughs> so so I mean Whatever. He's not going to listen to me, is he? He won't give it. He won't give a shit. He'll just be like, <laughs> anyway. Um, no, so he'll just be like, no, he'll just be like, you see that belt that you've got over your right shoulder? Yeah, I've got the actual one of that in my house. So, yeah, but man, that's got the real place of an actual wrestler in, not just a glorified. <laughs> I'm not saying he's not a nice person. I'm just saying he's a very overrated wrestler. We've been through this a thousand times. Um, so, just to round out the surprise category, Sarah's picks um, were also Mr. Juan Cena, and because of the whole Edge then... So you see, Sarah actually looked at the list, and she's like, oh, Ed, Edge, Edge hasn't been on TV for a while. I can't pick Edge. I'll pick Christian. So, that was her second option. I so considered it. Yeah. And again, I could see it happening. Is, it, is there any chance we can like? So this isn't for points or anything. But is there any chance we can just find like a like a like a side pot of like honourable mentions that might just show up, but we weren't like confident enough to put up as an actual pick? Yeah, if you want, if you've got other people, you think. I mean, it could but are they going to appear in the betting? Uh, well, we can check that afterwards. But because um, what I was going to say was that there was another three that I was thinking. Two are in the company, one's outside. Um, so, as far as I'm aware, Champ has never been in a rumble. I don't think. 
he's always been injured. <laughs> Generally, he's always been injured around Rumble time. Well, yeah, the restarts are put. So I wouldn't be surprised if he shows up as one of the surprises. Um, the other guy within the company was I don't know what the, I don't know what they're doing with other than the, the match they got against Dragunov when NXT UK started up again. I didn't know what they'd maybe do with potentially sending Walter over for the weekend and stuff just to give him a bit of exposure to then get him get NXT UK sort of back. Sounds like a dodgy move. Hey, sounds like a bit of a dodgy movie, Walter, for the weekend. <laughs> and, and then the final one, um, the guy who's outside the company. There's been a there's been a bit of talk about um, Marty Skrull, sort of being a free agent and stuff like that. And maybe he might be someone they might have a look at and, and stuff like that. But for the men's or the women, hey, nothing. Don't worry. <laughs> I don't think Marty Skrull. Um, <clears throat> Um, I, I, the, the other two I thought were Pete Dunne, possibly, um, in the same kind of thought as the Walter thing, I'd, and then possibly Big Show. I don't know if yeah. I might kind of come and do that. They were my other two that I thought about. Well, I thought Pete Dunne first, then I thought, oh no, Pat McAfee, because, you know. Because so, yeah, I like the Pat McAfee shout, that's, that's a good shout, that. I think my, my outsider that I didn't, um, pick would have, would have actually been a, a, a Royal Rumble stalwart in, in Kane hmm. because he's obviously got the you know some of the records and stuff and I think that's really that's as, as one time like WWE champion and all the rest of it his, his career probably hasn't got the accolades that it maybe deserved and I think that the Rumble is kind of his thing so plus as well if they let him extend a couple of his records it's a uh, in the vein of what uh, Matt was saying about the Jay White thing, it, another guy who's quite high up the Rumble records is Jericho. So it's a if they let Kane kind of extend his a little bit past the Jericho stuff, it's another sort of two fingers as well in it. So that's that's kind of like that. That'd be my other pick if if we were having one. Anyone anyone else you want to drop in, Andy? I mean, obviously Sergeant Slaughter is going to have to be, isn't it? <laughs> Obviously, what, sorry. Sergeant Slaughter. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, we, you need to well, give, give him his, uh, his, his, his full list of uh, career accolades, obviously. Former like WWF champion, former, I presume a former tag team champion, and uh, follows me on Twitter for some bizarre reason. So, you know. Oh, nice. <laughs> I think I mentioned him once in twi- on Twitter, and he was like, yeah, let's have some of that. I was like, <laughs> probably should tweet him about coming on the podcast at some point, but, you know. And why not go follow him on Twitter, see if he follows you back, and then tell him the reason is because of getting over <laughs> on Cookie and tell him he should appear. That'd be, that'd be incredible. Um, so, the big one the winner of the Men's Royal Rumble, and then obviously going on to headline in theory. The, t- the, the already announced to be two-night WrestleMania at Raymond James Stadium with hopefully actual fans. Hopefully for the people who can go. I mean, if I get to be there on a screen, I'm also quite happy with that from this end. <laughs> from the selfish note. Um, who's it going to be? Who wants to take the lead on the last predictions? 
I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to be following too much in my female prediction, uh, but I'm absolutely going Brock Lesnar on this. Okay. So on that note, assuming that he's then what gonna? Did you pick? Who did you pick for the other one? Did you pick Oldberg? You did. <laughs> so Le- Lesnar Oldberg for the title to, to revive. Three-way. I suppose it breathes breathes a little life into, uh, uh, and the match can obviously continue once Goldberg knocks himself out or something. So it's, yes. it's fine. Uh, <laughs> okay, bro. I was bro. thinking. I was thinking. Well, let, let, let's be honest. Goldberg can't when he's he's comfortable. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I feel like it was a bit of a daft question now. I feel almost silly for even asking after you'd picked him as a surprise entrant and what we were saying at the time. But yeah, Lesnar is down in the book for Andy. Um, so on that vein, Paul, I'm presuming you're picking Damien Priest for the winner, right? No. I, I, although I have, I have got two names and I need to sort of work out who I'm going to go for. So, on the note that I've made about this, I've put... Bray Wyatt, but in brackets I put Drew if he loses the title. So I think in my own head I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to go for Drew to repeat. And then the, 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 the reason I'm saying it is because um, obviously I don't know if they sort of maybe got ahead of themselves and thought. They must have had the plans in place for WrestleMania and must have thought, right, well, we'll get a chance to do what we could have done last year for some of the matches and stuff like that. Obviously, they've decided they can't redo Goldberg versus Reigns mm. because that's, that sort of shit was settled. So, you've said it out loud now. Because you know full well what's happening. This is this is the bit that I was... I'm, I'm skipping ahead slightly now. But this is what I've been reading, and this is what I'm a little worried about. Are they going to... Right, okay, so obviously I want Drew to win the, the Drew Goldberg match. Are they then going to have... Goldberg loses, so Drew retains. Then Goldberg goes into the Rumble. And then goes on to win to face Reigns so they can actually they can get there and it is a it is a feasible option and it's so feasible I'm picking Goldberg to win the Rumble wow would they, would, but you haven't picked him as a surprise entrant no because well you've picked Drew and you haven't picked him as a surprise entrant so <laughs> yeah, but, but points points being prizes yeah but, but the reason I picked Drew is because I think they're going to give him the do-over of obviously he didn't get his he didn't get his WrestleMania moment last year in front of people, so I think they maybe gambled in that they might be able to get people in the stadium. They thought, right, let's let's try and reset the card and do what we were trying to do last year, but with a different person. So that's why I picked Drew. Okay. Obviously, you explained you explained your reasons for. The opposite of that, so... I, I don't disagree that they'll 
they'll effectively give him his moment. But I just, I, I don't know. I think, I think Charlotte Flair is uh, sufficiently spoon-fed to the audience that they would give her the back-to-back thing. Despite the fact that, as, as Matt was alluding to earlier on, that Drew's carried the company for the last uh, year. I still don't think they give it to him twice in a row. I think, like, in terms of people who, there's a, I'm, I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think isn't Stone Cold the only person to win it back to back? I don't think that they'd put it up there. I, I just don't. I just don't feel it. Like Michael, Michael's well, technically Michael's won it back to back ninety five, ninety six, and I think Hogan won it ninety ninety one as well. So there have been a couple of times where it's been done back to back. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Fair enough. I, I'm. I just don't think we'll give it Drew for that. But, but this is where we have different predictions, and clearly why uh, you won't be holding the title next time around. So, Matt, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Who have you got to win the rumble, Matt? I've got. Uh, I've got Bradford is going to WrestleMania. Got Keith Lee. That is a big old prediction. Oh. That's what I was saying about a uh, a, tri- a triple Goldberg. Oh, so you, you don't think it'll be Drew? You think it'll be Keith? Goldberg, Brock Lesnar, Keith Lee. Oof. What? Watch this space. Bit of, uh... it, it, it's one of those. It's one of those uh, sta- uh, standards from the from the podcast. It's not my prediction, but I'd love to see it happen. And as well, you'd be hoping to hell that Keith Lee comes out of that, holding on to some hardware, because you wouldn't really give a monkey's about it. Well, obviously, apart from Andy would want Brock to win, maybe, but... Um, obviously. Obviously. Yeah. The only thing is, at, at this point in his WWE sort of tenure, does Brock ever need to touch a title ever again? Like... No. No, but then Goldberg doesn't either, or... They've been billing that, haven't they? It's, like it's been the one thing that's eluded him his entire career. Yeah, because he spent most of that in a different company. And then when he did come to WWE, the brand that they put him on was the World Heavyweight title, wasn't it? Because he did, I think he did have that. Um, I seem to remember a Triple H feud. Bubbling away in the back of my... So, on, on the vein of new people as well, and up-and-comers winning the Rumble, Sarah has picked... And I've purposely left this till the end just to see his face. The current Intercontinental Champion, Big E, to win the Rumble is who Sarah Pete. So I, I knew that Andy would, would enjoy that. You are now barred from the podcast. <laughs> yeah. has, has Sarah made her predictions based on last year's predictions podcast? <laughs> I mean, I know she's got a good memory, but I'm not. I'm not sure that it's fully focused on. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so on those picks, let's throw it back to the bookie. Who's who's winning the money if we uh, if we lump on? Right, men's Royal Rumble twenty twenty one. Right then. Bucky's favourite. Now, in the Women's Royal Rumble, I think at least one of us had picked the favourite, haven't they? 
Yeah. Did, was it Sarah that picked the Akamara or was it you? Sure. No, it was. It was Sarah. Yeah, so um, none of us have picked the favourite. As the favourite is currently, even money, Daniel Bryan. Yep. I'd be okay with that. Um, you can get five to two odds on Edge to win the Royal Rumble. Uh, two of you will be very, very happy. Uh, because jointly at seven to one, there is Broccoli and Keith Lee. Hmm. Uh, Sarah will be happy as Big E is eight to one. Uh, I'm not too disappointed because I, uh, I I can get ten to one on Drew to win the Rumble. Uh, you then got Shinsuke tens. Bray Wyatt at 14s, Seth Rollins at 14s, AJ at 16. Goldberg, Stu, if, you, if you're feeling lucky, is 16 to 1. Uh, let's have a look. Let's have a look at some of the. Uh, the um, Jay White, man, 33 to 1. Hey, what? It's worth putting a 2 or 3 pound on that, isn't it? What's. Does no, it have to be? No. Oh, he's not going to win it. No, he's not going to turn up. Yeah, I'm to... No, I was going to say, yeah, you'd have to... Yeah, if, if, you, if you could bet on him just to appear, which you were you, you used to be able to bet on an appearance, but they, they don't seem to offer that, that option anymore. Mm. Um, right, here we go. Let's have a look. So, um, biggest odds, 250 to 1. It's oh, I was going to say, <laughs> in, this, in the same vein as Stephanie being the other one, I mean, surely the longest odds for any of the female McMahons would have been Linda, but, you know. <laughs> well, I wouldn't have thought so. Or Shane's wife, or something like that. Um, you can get 200 to 1 on the following four participants. Uh, so, obviously, uh, if you want a little bit of Simon Dean action, you can get him at 200 to 1 to win the reward. Uh, Where is that? Scotty to party, anyone? Ooh. Yes. Ah, if, if that doesn't play you well, how about, how about a little Tajiri action? Nah, you're absolutely right. If you're going to be spunking a 200, to, a 200 to 1 option, you absolutely want to be uh, lumping your money on Mason Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least the crowd wouldn't be there to go. Who's this guy again? Can't even remember his name. <laughs> um, some interesting picks. So, so Goldberg was 16 to 1, you say? 16 to 1, yeah. Um, there, don't, there don't appear to be any sort of like funny ones. Like normally you'd get a couple of funny ones. Tyson Fury, 33 to 1. What, you mean because Mason Ryan was a serious one? <laughs> Simon I mean, obviously was a serious CM Punk, 18 to 1. The Rock, 16 to 1. Who? Why are these people allowed to put these bets on? Because they put The Rock in there because people who like don't watch wrestling now will be like, oh, I know that guy. He, he, he's supposed to be good and they'll put money on it and the bookies will make it. But also, way back, sort of, I mean, if you, if you take their, their uh, year as WrestleMania to WrestleMania, it was floated quite early on, I think, about 
The Rock coming back to have a match against Roman. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, again, that's that's reflected in the in the final four bet because he's nine to four to be in the final four. Hmm. I mean, he's um, one of them in it, and so, until it, whether you know my personal feelings aside, until he's physically not able to to do it anymore, it, he's always going to be in at least in the odds this time of year. Oh, yeah. You can't can't count him out. He's, he's another one whereby. If they if they bring Goldberg back, nobody gives the monkeys. If they bring the Rock back, it is actually you know it's, it's a big deal. So, but the the thing with the Rock is they'll be able. No one, no one apart from Stu, is that if they start to shoe on him in at like March the fifteenth or whatever, no one will go. Well, I'm gonna admit this is bullshit here, um, because they'll be like, oh well, then they'll just have the WrestleMania match in two weeks later and. You know, either I presume that Roman Reigns will go over, kind of thing. But um, the, you know that to shoehorn him into the into people to get people to watch um, WrestleMania, that they'll, they'll pull some kind of thing like that, even if he's not in the Rumble. Plus, as well, if you know, if if they do get to do it with a few fans in attendance at. Um the Raymond James Stadium, it's not really, it's you know, still within his home territory, isn't it, really, as well. It's still a, a like a Florida-based event. So if they're worried about people having to travel or whatever, then he's, he's, he's on hand, isn't he, in theory? True. I did miss one. Uh, you can get on to 66-1 to 1 on Grant Hull <laughs> to win the Rumble. <laughs> Uh, so if we move to most eliminations, the favourite to eliminate the most people is our good friend Keith at four to one. Good. Uh, next favourite is Braun at six to one. Lashley eight to one. Biggie at tens. Brock at tens. Um, the favourite for Iron Man uh, is currently Braun's definitely. No, no one's picked Braun as a surprise oh. entry. Not been on TV since the night after Survivor Series. Braun's definitely. Yeah, good. I don't know. There's, yeah, there's something about it. There's obviously a reason why they're keeping him off TV, but it's, I don't think it's this. If that makes sense. In, in his, I don't know if you've, you've seen anything of him recently, but in his time away, he's absolutely shredded. Like mm, the, the only thing bigger than that guy right now is going to be Vince McMahon's penis because he's going to be like, "Oh, it's a big man. This must be up." Like, <laughs> himself correctly, like this this year, based on the shape he's in now, mm-hmm. we'll just give him anything he wants. Uh, so the favorite, the favorite for the Iron Man is Daniel Bryan at three to one. Uh, next favorite is Shinsuke at fives. Where's the uh, the old switch? Who else do we have? Cesaro Cesaro's 8 AJ 8 Bobby 12s and just for the lols Jeff Hardy (laughs) keep scrolling Paul keep scrolling (laughs) (laughs) Thirty-three to one. It's worth pounding yeah. anyone's money. 
Uh, and then for the shortest day, the odds-on favourite to be in the Rumble for the least amount of time is... Oh, it is. This doesn't look as cut and dry as the women's, do Sa- Sammy Zayn will be in it for the shortest time. <laughs> Sammy Zayn, seven to one favourite. <laughs> Whoa, seven, seven to one? Yep. <laughs> Purely for all like the shenanigans and stuff of, of late, it just adds to that whole kind of protesting against all the all of the injustices against him, doesn't it? So that seven, seven to one. Tempting. Um, if you were, uh, if you, if you like, uh, if you like your uh, betting with a bit of retribution, you can get each member of retribution at twelve to one. Apart from Mustafa Ali. Uh, so you've got Old Mace, T-Bar, Slappers, uh, at 12 to 1 each. And then um, you can also get Pat McAfee at 12 to 1 to have the shortest trip. So that's, that's probably not a bad show. Oh, yeah, yeah. At 12? 12s for Pat McAfee to be the uh, shortest stay. Cool. Well, are we... There you go. That about rounds up the the different odds. Are we uh, are we going to have a little discussion possibly off air about <laughs> about partaking? Maybe I might say I have got my own phone. I, could just I, think, so. I think yeah, you know it's not a uh, not the dumb thing to discuss money on the air, is it? <laughs> unless unless we win, and obviously <laughs> we'll tell you. Um, but yeah, that's it. I think I think we have predict, predicted out everything everything we could possibly. We are done. Thank you very much once again, gentlemen, for uh, for joining us. Thank you for, for all your insight and hope that listeners have enjoyed it. And thanks for, for sticking with us. And yeah, heading forward into the third year of getting over on CookieCast. Thanks very much, everyone. We good? Cheers. Woo. I feel like we should have had a birthday cake of some description. Oh. But it's a bit uh, one each when you're social distancing is a little bit uh, sort of <laughs> too much cake. Sli- a slice each. Right, yeah, thank you very much, stuff. gentlemen. Cheers, boys. Thanks very much. Okay. So there you go. What do you think to that? Another one done. Three years. Can you believe it? Oh, still want a bit of birthday cake. YouTube watchers. Do subscribe, it's a big help, and uh, do spread the word. More people means more great content. Audio listeners, you can also subscribe. Subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever you're getting your audio. And uh, all subscribers get a big round of applause from us. So there we go. That's it for this one. Big thank you to Matt, Paul and Stu. And a big thank you to you for listening to us for three years. That's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. Bye.